How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Friday, June the 11th. My friends, today we had the Summer Games Fest, which means we have a whole bunch to talk about. Lots of announcements and new things about existing games. So let's get into it right now. I'm going to give you a rundown of as much as I can before we run out of time, and we'll see if I can sneak in some other stuff as well. So first things first, by far the most talked about thing coming out of that event was a new trailer for Elden Ring. This is the newest game by From Software, the developers of Dark Souls, and there's going to be some writing from George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, the trailer looked pretty neat, showed off some gameplay even. There's going to be horseback riding, so it's probably going to be a much larger world. There's going to be some online multiplayer for up to four players. I'm not sure if that's going to mean anything more than the previous invasion features that they've had. And they announced that the game is coming out on January 21st, 2022. Very exciting stuff. That's going to be a major game. Uh, next up, we got the newest game from Gearbox Studios called Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. This is a spinoff of Borderlands, which is expanding on the much-loved DLC from Tiny Tina. It has a high fantasy setting, so swords and dragons. And they said that this isn't a full-on sequel. It's something a little different from Borderlands, but clearly inspired. And they've got like an all-star cast on there as well, which is pretty cool. Next thing I want to tell you about is called Metal Slug Tactics. This is a return of Metal Slug, except instead of it being a run-and-gun, it's a tactics game with some roguelike elements. It looks a lot like something akin to Into the Breach. It's got a great art style, and the trailer was actually just a lot of fun. If you're a fan of tactics games, obviously you'll want to keep your eye on that. They announced Death Stranding The Director's Cut, which is going to be coming to the PlayStation 5. And all they said is that this is an enhanced and expanded version of the game. The trailer was pretty funny. It made some references to Metal Gear. We'll get more details about that later. What else? We had a, an appearance from Jeff Goldblum to announce the game Jurassic World Evolution 2. Of course, a follow-up to the first game, which is a park simulator like Zoo Tycoon or Roller Coaster Tycoon, stuff like that. Except dinosaurs. That's coming out late this year. Next up, we have a very popular Korean MMORPG called Lost Ark that is now getting a Western release. It's developed by Smilegate, and it'll be published by Amazon. And PC Gamer describes Lost Ark as, quote-unquote, what if Diablo 3 was an MMO? Lots of intrigue there. We got the announcement of Salt and Sacrifice, which is a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary. This was a 2D, basically 2D Dark Souls is what it was. It's an indie game. And this one is going to have online multiplayer, which is pretty cool. More specifically, it's, it's co-op, so you can play through the game together. We have the next game from Two Point, the developers, and it's a game called Two Point Campus. That's a follow-up to Two Point Hospital. Uh, it is just as ridiculous as the previous game, very over the top. And of course, it's a, it's a management game. But instead of a hospital, it's a college. Two Point Hospital was a lot of fun, so if that was your kind of game, then I'm sure this one will be too. Okay, folks, I think that's all I'm going to talk about from the event. If you want, like, a complete rundown of everything that happened, I encourage you to go read an article. Uh, IGN has a good one in particular where they just do quick bullet points of everything. But there were some other announcements from games like Escape from Tarkov, Smite, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt is a new Battle Royale, uh, Tales of Arise, a bunch of indie games, Endless Dungeon, the announcements of some new developers and publishers. Uh, I just kind of gave you the big stuff. I'm going to try and fit in two more things here. First of all, Xbox has announced that they are bringing cloud streaming 
for the Game Pass to smart TVs. And so really that means you can access their cloud gaming through any Chrome, Edge, or Safari browsers. Anyway, I thought this was super cool, and I think, again, it still goes to show Xbox's strategy of, hey, let's be everywhere all the time, so that if you just want a game, you can game. Phil Spencer did this interview where he talked about how if you wanted to play games, the barriers have always been pretty high. You had to go to an arcade, you had to purchase a really expensive console, and so he's now trying to make it so that there's no barriers, you can just play games if you want to play them for a relatively cheap price. It's pretty neat. Okay, and the last thing, if you are a PC gamer, head on over to the Epic Game Store and you can pick up Control for absolutely zero dollars. Control is highly lauded from the studio who made Alan Wake and Quantum Break. It wasn't my favorite game, but it might click with you. I've heard many good things about it, so for something that's free, you may as well check it out. My friends, that's all the time I got for you today. Thank you so much for being here. Also, a huge shout out to JC for leaving me a five-star review. It's greatly helpful. I'll be back with this weekend with some variety shows back on Monday with the full E3 news recap. It's going to be a big one, probably go much longer than usual. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. It's going to be a big weekend. Big weekend. E3 is, uh, it almost kind of stresses me out, you know, how much news there's going to be. The Games Fest was uh, a good 90-minute show. I would say a lot of it was, I don't want to say unnecessary, but I just, I wonder why we fill these shows so densely with so much filler, and there's going to be a lot of that this weekend. I don't know, maybe some of you get a kick out of it, maybe it's just exhausting for me because I have to talk about it, (laughs) you know, and, and probably watch most of it, but in my opinion, these shows should be like half an hour to to an hour max. Anyway, I'll stop complaining. Uh, I was going to start talking about the things I'm most interested in, but I kind of already did that on the main show because there was a lot that they showed and I, I just talked about the big stuff. Elden Ring, I'm very glad that it's out there in the wild and they gave it a release date because I know a lot of people are very excited for it. I'm not a Dark Souls player, as you might have guessed. I've tried to be a Dark Souls player multiple times, but... Unfortunately, that series did not click with me. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands seems fun. I know a lot of people that was like their favorite DLC was Tiny Tina. And they have so much to to work with with the Borderlands franchise, right? Like, even you just look at what they did with the Telltale series and how much potential there was there, and you've got a recipe for success. So, strong IP, plenty of opportunities there for them. It's strange, but I think the thing I was most interested in out of everything was Metal Slug Tactics. Like, I am such a tactics guy, I, I and I realized this recently when I started playing Chimera Squad XCOM. Anything that gives me the ability to, I mean, first of all, be turn-based so that I have time to think, but then also it gives me, like, the immediate gratification of, like, did I do something right or wrong? Where the short term is, like, 30 seconds because, the, you know, the aliens take their turn and shoot me in the face, and I go, oh yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Or the long-term version of that is a max of like 15, 20 minutes or however long the mission is. So if I screw up, I can just go back to the beginning of the mission. That's pretty nice. Unlike, you know, other maybe 4X strategy games or something like that, where you don't realize what you've done wrong until an hour later, two hours later, or possibly the entire campaign when, when you know, you know, everything flips. Into the Breach was totally my jam. I don't know if this is going to be similar gameplay, but it, it, you know, it had a similar camera perspective and art style. I also had a recommendation from, uh, let me get the name here. Oh yeah, from Adam on Twitter. He suggested Gears Tactics, and I had totally forgotten about that game. 
You know, when it came out, everybody said it's it's XCOM, but Gears, which I think is totally cool. That That's going to get me to play a Gears franchise. So I'll probably have that in my lineup soon. And then I guess I'll give you my uh, little gaming update. Uh, haven't played too much on my main story games. Chimera Squad, Final Fantasy X. Haven't touched them in a while. I have been playing The Binding of Isaac still. I'm going to be playing that forever, basically. It's going to take the rest of my lifetime to finish up with that new DLC. However, I, uh, I recently played Wolfenstein Youngblood. And I played this because my friend Jordan was a big fan of the Wolfenstein games. He played the single-player ones recently, blasted through them. And uh, Youngblood is a co-op game. So he said, do you want to play that with me? I said, sure, why not? The game is fine. Uh, it's not great. I would I would hate this game if I was playing it by myself. Not not gonna lie. It just kind of is mediocre at everything. The storyline is not great. The characters are not great. Um, they really tried to introduce like some RPG mechanics in this game, which just don't go over well for me. But but you know, like any co op game, we're having a good time. You know, shooting Nazis in the face. I just hope that we're gonna be done with it at some point soon. <laughs> I don't know. This is I. I'm going to look it up now. How long to beat Wolfenstein Youngblood? Okay, so this says nine hours. That seems pretty feasible to me. I think we did about four yesterday, but I don't know how much of that was side quests and how much of that was main quests, because for some reason, Wolfenstein needs side quests. Like, I, I don't know. It's got this weird open world. I was I was not a fan of the game, but we're going to play it anyway. May as well get the check mark on it. And then after that, we're going to play Dying Light at some point. It's fun stuff. I'll tell you, it's fun stuff. Okay, uh, that's it for me. I'm going to be back this weekend. I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. I've got some ideas, though. And hey, take care of yourself. Talk to you soon. <laughs>